there's a little witch in all of us. Welcome to the wonderful world of Wicca. This is the Wine Country Witch Podcast. This is episode six, The Magic of Numbers. Hi, I'm Lisa Miranda. Welcome to my podcast, where you can learn about all things Wicca, the nature-based religion, which comes from the pre-Christian spiritual practices of Northern Europe. An important part of Wicca is numerology. How are numbers magical? And how can you use their magic to improve your life? It's taken me many years to find the answers to these questions. As a writer, I'm more a letters person than a numbers enthusiast. Ever since I learned to read, I believed that words were magical. They could transport me to a completely different place or time, introduce me to new people and concepts, and enrich my life in so many ways. Besides, reading came easily to me. It was fun, and nothing could beat a good book for helping me to escape the worst parts of my childhood. Words were and remain my friends my solace, and my salvation in a lot of ways. But numbers, no, not so much. I mean, what were they but a method for counting things? And why was that important? My teachers always insisted that it was important, so I did, you know, my hardest to please them, and I struggled to learn about numbers and math. More often than not, I failed, but it wasn't for lack of trying. Trying to understand numbers, it's always been like forcing my brain to work in ways for which it wasn't designed. I mean, I mean, never felt designed to deal with numbers. I, I think it was similar to someone spending their time learning how to pitch a baseball or shoot a basketball, convinced that they would eventually do it, even though they had no athletic ability whatsoever or being tone deaf and trying to learn to sing or play a musical instrument. Numbers were not my friends. It wasn't until I converted to Wicca that I began to see numbers in a different light. First, I noticed that my new religion contained uh, many concepts that were grouped in threes or triplicities, such as maid, mother, and crone, mind, body, and spirit, past, present, and future, mother, father, child, birth, death, rebirth, oh, a few more, in, out, throughout, beginning, middle, end, energy, light, and mass, and length, width, and height, just to name a few. Although I was drawn less to those last two, energy, light, and mass, and length, width, and height, um, because they were associated with physics and geometry, which were difficult subjects for me, all these triplicities were really interesting. Even the word triplicity was appealing. It, it trills trippingly from the tongue, as they say. I've always loved alliteration. And the first magical symbol I discovered and really liked and began to wear as a new Wiccan was the Trinity Knot. 
not only did it represent all these triplicities, but I associated it with Ireland, a place where I always wanted to visit. It's where my grandpa came from, and I've studied its culture and history, all the while sensing that I might have lived a previous life there. Uh, and then I learned that three was indeed a magic number, representing not only these powerful concepts and others, but the idea of compromise, the third way out of a dilemma. As one of the best resources on Wicca, the Goodly Spellbook says, three seems happy, lucky, complete, which is why we append phrases with an anchoring third word, as in hip hip hooray, or ready, set, go. It also figures prominently in the oldie but goodie craft phrase, my favorite one, that Wiccans often use to close a spell. By all the powers of three times three, as I will it, so mote it be. The Goodly Spellbook additionally stresses that numbers have innate intention, like that of our DNA programming, and they bring order to the universe. The shape, proportion, composition, and movement of tangible objects and life forms are all largely defined by the numbers that rule them. Even natural phenomena like wind configuration, the visual spectrum, and molecular structure owe their consistency to numerical influences. The golden mean proportion, embodied in my other favorite Wiccan symbol, the pentagram, manifests in fetal formation and a tornado's whirl, uh, musical compositions, the growth pattern of leaves around a plant stalk, and the swirls of seashells, as well as spiral galaxies. Finally, my, my interest in the magic of numbers was permanently assured when I read this quote, again from the Goodly Spellbook. For the harmony of the world is made manifest in form and number, and the heart and soul and all the poetry of natural philosophy are embodied in the concept of mathematical beauty. Sir Darcy Wentworth Thompson on Growth and Form. Now, despite the man's use of the dreaded M word, mathematical, I felt that perhaps there was something wonderful and useful in his quote. After all, I've felt the magical pull of the number three for as long as I can remember. As a child, I collected things and put them in groups of three, whether they were books, of course, trilogies like The Lord of the Rings uh, were my favorites, crystals, pieces of jewelry, feathers, or stuffed animals. My sister and I had a friend whom we unofficially adopted as the third sister, and everything was better when she was with us. We fought less and had great times together, but not so much when it was just the two of us. Later, I learned how the number two, while positively representing companionship, could also be contentious, creating rivalry or provoking an argument. How have numbers affected you? Are you an only child? then the number one is a big part of who you are. One is also known as the monad, and it's pictured as a dot uh, within a circle. Uh, it embodies, among other things, among other ways of representing it, 
It embodies the power of unity or independence and the inner connection of all things, as well as cyclicity. But it's also a lonely number. But you can utilize it positive to, positively in your magical workings. It'll show you how to shine on your own terms. Try carrying one particular stone or crystal with you and focusing on what you need to manifest. You could light just one candle when casting a spell or work a bit of water magic by tossing a one cent coin into a fountain while making one wish. The colors associated with this number are orange and gold, and it's day of the week is Sunday. You can amplify any spell that you cast by wearing these colors and casting on this particular day as you work with the number one. If your astrological sign is Leo, then one is your magic number. The number two is called the dyad. In Wicca, it's drawn as two overlapping circles or as a line connecting two points. As I said earlier, it represents companionship, but when used negatively, it can cause friction and uh, arguments. Work with this number's energy and not against it and it will cement a marital bond or make a business partnership flourish. It can also strengthen a friendship or increase harmony between parent and child or any two family members. If you're gonna do this, use two components for the spell, whether they be stones, candles, or coins. You can try wearing something that comes in pairs, such as socks, shoes, or gloves, and work them into your magic by simply focusing on your intention as you don them. Your shoes and socks thus become part of your spell, using the power of the number two, and will amplify your will with every step you take or every gesture that you make. The colors of two are white and silver, and its weekday is Monday. If your astrological sign is cancer, then two is especially for you. Three, the triad, is shown as a triangle. I'm partial to its depiction, though, as the uh, Celtic Trinity knot, which, besides embodying all the powerful virtues of three, reminds me of one of another religion's best qualities, Christianity's Holy Trinity. Now, the concept of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit isn't the same as Wicca's Maid, Mother, and Crone, but they both have to do with the power of the number three, to becoming something more, something beyond the physical, wiser than either of them alone or as a possibly feuding pair. Combining energies leads to one's goal. Three is truly about spirit, but also cooperation and harmony. So work your magic with two others. In traditional Wicca, it takes at least three people to form a coven. And the three of you can accomplish whatever you focus on. Repeat yourself three times, spin around thrice. There's all kinds of ways you can work three into your magic. Three's colors are purple and lavender, and it's attuned to Thursday. If you're a Sagittarius, it's your number. The number four, also known as the tetrad, is drawn as a square, cross, or cube. It carries the power of stability, solidity, and strong foundations. Think of a typical table supported by four legs. 
It also has to do with matter because it symbolizes the four states of matter or what, what, what we Wiccans call the four elements, earth, water, air, and fire. It's one of the travel numbers standing for the directions, north, south, east, and west, and there are corresponding magical creatures or elementals, the gnomes, salamanders, selves, and undines. That's the gnomes of the earth, the salamanders of the fire, the selves of the air, and the undines of the deep, which, you know, deep is water, meaning water in this case. So you work with the number four when you're building something that you really want to last, whether it's an object, a business, or career. If travel is involved, four will bring you good luck. So you could wear four rings while you're traveling or casting a spell. You could carry a playing card with the number four on it. The four of diamonds is related to money. The four of clubs would be communication and transportation. And hearts is love, obviously. But avoid spades because that suit is about obstacles and challenges among other things. The colors of the number four are all the dark colors and its day is Saturday. If your sign is Aquarius, four is your number. Five is the pentad and it's usually pictured as a pentagon. It's also shown as the five-pointed star or the pentagram, my other favorite magical sign. It's all about will, growth, holistic health, and regeneration. In magic, it symbolizes the four elements plus spirit, also known as the quintessence or fifth element, which both permeates and transcends the other four. The golden mean proportion, which I mentioned earlier, and the human's five finger and toes are also attuned to the number five. So work with this number, the number five, when you need to heal yourself or others, particularly when the illness is difficult to diagnose or treat. It's also helpful for protection. Wearing a five-pointed star will shield you from misfortune, especially while traveling, for it's a travel number, along with the numbers four and eight. This is because Five is affiliated with the astrological signs of Gemini and Virgo, and thus with the travel planet Mercury. Five's colors are yellow, navy, and gray, and its day is Wednesday. Six, the hexad, is depicted as a hexagon or hexagram, which is an upright triangle conjoined with an inverse triangle. It is also the Star of David, the symbol of the Jewish people, and thus another of the the numbers close to my heart and sign close to my heart. I'm Jewish through my mother's side of the family. The power of this number manifests through love and families. It's all about group bonds as well as efficient organizations. So it makes sense that a lot of law enforcement agencies use the six-pointed star as the badge of a high-ranking officer. In addition, the hexad is the structure of quartz crystals, and it embodies the Wiccan concept of as above, so below, or incorporating the spiritual self with the physical, which is really what as above, so below means. One of the best ways to work with the number six is to carry the six-pointed star with you, either by wearing it or keeping it in your pocket or in your vehicle or workspace. 
The colors of six are pink and green, and Friday is its day. If your sign is ruled by the love planet Venus, that's Libra and Taurus, then six is your number. Seven, the heptad, shown as a heptagon or heptagram, is also known as the fairy star. It's always been considered lucky, blessed, or whole, as in a full cycle or set. The seven weekdays, the seven wonders of the world, and the seven seas. It's a good number to use for general good fortune, spiritual questing, or spells to remove doubts and fears. Wear a fairy star and consider asking the selfs for their favor, the elementals that are associated with the air element. And always do something in return, though, if you're going to do that, whether it's cleaning up litter in a forest or beach, if you're going to ask the undines of the deep for some divine intervention. You could leave a fairy stone as an offering to them. They like colorful gems like uh, fluorite or really any genuine uh, gemstone. It doesn't have to be precious. It can be semi-precious and it can be just chips um, or bits of cookies. Uh, You could work on their behalf, that is the selfs or the undines, to get others to respect them. Maybe they can help you clean up litter on a forest, in a forest or on a beach. Seven is associated with Thursday, sharing this day with Sagittarius. Its colors are turquoise and aquamarine. If you're a Pisces, then seven is your magic number. The number eight is usually drawn as an octagon or two conjoined squares. It's also represented as an eight-pointed star. It demonstrates the power of reinforcement and quadruple opposition. It's linked with the material world, destiny, and infinity. Work with this number whenever you're dealing with career matters, especially status, and you're trying to get a promotion or climb the corporate ladder. Eight is another travel number, for the eight-pointed star was traditionally put on world maps and nautical charts. This was part of its usage as the compass rose, also known as the wind rose, or rose of the winds, to represent the cardinal directions for the eight principal winds. On magnetic compasses, it's the term for their graduated markings. I wear my eight-pointed star when I sit out on a journey by air, and I want to ensure a smooth flight and a safe return home. The one flight that I neglected to wear it was the most turbulent flight I've ever experienced. Coincidence? I think not. There are no coincidences, especially when you're a witch. You recognize what's going on. You understand that things happen for a reason, and it's not just random. The day of the week associated with the number eight is Saturday, like the number four, and its color is black. If you're a Capricorn, then the number eight is your number. The number nine is depicted as a nine-pointed star usually, and it's called the Star of the Muses. So it's closely tied to the arts and inspiration, as well as ancient Greece and Greek philosophy. It embodies creativity, hidden talents, and triplicity tripled. Joy is one of its primary powers. It's the number of the universe and vision. I make sure my nine-pointed star is close by whenever I need a creative boost. Anyone in an artistic line of work should consider doing this, as well as calling upon whichever muse suits your need. 
Work with the number nine if you're feeling down because, as I said, one of its major powers is joy, so it'll help you cheer up. Cast a spell within a group of nine in order to bring out everyone's best qualities, ones they may not even know they have. If you're a member of a theatrical production's cast or a band, try to get nine of you together and enthusiastically affirm your intention to succeed. Nine is tied to Tuesday, and its colors are all shades of red. If you're an Aries or Scorpio, then nine is your magic number. Scorpio, however, however, is attuned to another number, one that it shares with no other sign. That is zero, and it's all Scorpios. This sign vibrates to the number zero, which is drawn as a circle. The circle represents a serpent eating its own tail, that is, eternity. Scorpio's ruling planet, Pluto, it's all about reincarnation. Well, it's also about transformation, but reincarnation primarily. Reincarnation is a truth which Scorpio intuitively understands. And yes, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm slightly biased here, but that doesn't make it any less true. So in this podcast, I just wanted to cover the most important qualities of the numbers zero and and one through nine. And I wanted to share a little bit of my personal experiences with each number. The subject is extensive, so if you're interested in learning more about it, there are a lot of books out there besides my favorite, The Goodly Spell Book, and there are also online resources. If you have any questions or comments, you can visit my website at winecountrywitch.com or lisamiranda.com. For more witchy knowledge, please visit my YouTube channel, Lisa Miranda. Blessed be.